In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome on this 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. This is Pointing to the Saviour of the World, where we listen and reflect on Sunday Scripture readings, pray for others, for ourselves, for the world, and for the dead. This Sunday, we continue to pray for Ian and Annie, who died recently. Dear friends, the readings this Sunday continue with the theme of sin and forgiveness. In the Responsorial Psalm, we recall God's mercy and steadfast love. God feels for us the way a mother feels for the children in her womb. Feelings of tenderness, protection, hope and love. The Gospel reminds us that the most important thing for us is to do the will of God. This is not a matter only of words or of good intentions. It is a matter of decision. Jesus could say of himself that he always did what was pleasing to his Father. Let us watch Jesus. Let us follow him. And let us pray that his Spirit will so inform our minds and hearts that we too will want only what God wants and find our pleasure in doing God's will. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. You object. What the Lord does is unjust. Listen, you house of Israel. Is what I do unjust? Is it not what you do that is unjust? When the upright man renounces his integrity to commit sin and dies because of this, he dies because of the evil that he himself has committed. When the sinner renounces sin to become law-abiding and honest, he deserves to live. He is chosen to renounce all his previous sins. He shall certainly live. He shall not die. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Remember your mercy, Lord. Remember your mercy, Lord. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Saviour. Remember your mercy, Lord. 
Remember your mercy, Lord, and the love you have shown from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth. In your love remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercy, Lord. The Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path. He teaches his way to the poor. Remember your mercy, Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. If our life in Christ means anything to you, if love can persuade at all, or the spirit that we have in common, or any tenderness and sympathy, then be united in your convictions and united in your love with a common purpose and a common mind. That is the one thing which would make me completely happy. There must be no competition among you, no conceit, but everyone is to be self-effacing. Always consider the other person to be better than yourself, so that nobody thinks of his own interests first, but everybody thinks of other people's interests instead. In your minds, you must be the same as Jesus Christ. His state was divine, yet he did not cling to his equality with God, but emptied himself to assume the condition of a slave and became as men are, and being as all men are, he was humbler, yet even to accepting death, death on a cross. But God raised him high, and gave him the name which is above all other names, so that all beings in the heavens, on earth and in the underworld, should bend the knee that's the name of Jesus, and that every tongue should acclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Hallelujah. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we shall come to him. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He went and said to the first, My boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not go. But afterwards, 
thought better of it and went. The man then went and said the same thing to the second, who answered, Certainly, sir, but did not go. Which of these two did the father's will? The first, they said. Jesus said to them, I tell you solemnly, tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you, a pattern of true righteousness, but you did not believe him. And yet the tax collectors and prostitutes did. Even after seeing that, you refused to think better of it and believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends, one of the great pitfalls that everyone must face is that of doing something with only half a heart, not putting our best effort in, not doing a good job or not doing a job to the best of our ability. Not finishing a project, not keeping our word. None of these things serve us or others around us very well. A similar problem is remaining in a job or a position of power or a role within a group for far too long when we know we are not as good and not able of delivering the service that is required or no longer serving as well as we did in the past. When this happens, knowing when to step aside or retire and then doing so usually results in the best outcome for everyone, for ourselves and for the group. In the first case, we are just being selfish or lazy or both. In the second case, our ego is involved. We resist stepping aside or stepping down. We find it difficult to let another person take our place and do a better job. Perhaps... We are not this way at all in our ordinary lives. And for this, we should be very grateful. However, we can very easily become this way in our spiritual life. Where we don't do our best in following the gospel or keeping God's commandments. We disregard the voice of the Holy Spirit. And whenever we do so, 
we place our souls and our salvation in serious jeopardy. For there is never a good eternal outcome for a half-hearted servant of God or a disciple of Jesus. In the book of the prophet Ezekiel, God chastises the chosen people for their unfounded complaint. They thought that God was being unfair to them. God had delivered them over to the consequences of their infidelity and disobedience. Yes, they were a chosen race, a special people with a special destiny. They continued to be circumcised and honour the Sabbath. But they married non-believers. They worshipped false gods. They even sacrificed some of their children to those gods. It didn't matter that their ancestors had truly served the Lord because now they had gone astray. However, on the other hand, if they would repent and change, if they would begin to serve the Lord God wholeheartedly, they would be blessed and saved after all. But by the time of Jesus, the scribes, the Pharisees and the Sadducees no longer served God wholeheartedly. They kept the, law, the letter of the law of Moses. They followed the Ten Commandments, but their hearts were far from God. They disregarded the great commandment of love. They no longer listened to the Holy Spirit. They were self-serving and self-righteous. They desperately held on to their power, to their position, to their prestige. They could easily see all the sins of others, but they were blind to what was in their own hearts. They rejected what John the Baptist taught. They rejected what John the Baptist revealed and proclaimed. They were not open to the unfounding plan of God. And sadly, they missed the Messiah when he was in their midst. Truly, they were like the first son who said he would work in his father's vineyard, but did not. The hard work of self-analysis, personal honesty and change was beyond them. However, it was not so for the tax collectors and the prostitutes. The tax collectors had sold out to the Romans, while the prostitutes had sold themselves. Yet, when they heard the words of John the Baptist, they saw the truth about themselves. They changed their hearts and their lives. They began to serve God wholeheartedly. They were like the second son, who refused to work 
but regretted his first decision and did what was right after all. Dear friends, we are all together as disciples in the Christian community. We all have common problems. We all have something that does not square with the gospel. We all have weaknesses and sins. And these are the things that keep us from the wholehearted service of the Lord God. Nevertheless, St. Paul in the second reading encourages us in his letter to the Romans. He urges us to forgo self-service, power, position and prestige. Instead, we are to serve others. We are to regard them as more important than ourselves. Above all, we are to walk together hand in hand as a community of obedient faith because obedient faith characterised the life of Jesus himself. So friends, let our prayer today be that we are always open to personal changes. May we always accept the grace of God and may we always serve God wholeheartedly with undivided hearts. Aware of God's presence with us, we turn to him in prayer for our own needs and the needs of others. For the church, that all her members may bear witness to the saving power of God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all in government, that they may protect the least among us, especially the most vulnerable and those who are marginalised. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For outcasts, foreigners and refugees, that they will always find a welcome in our midst. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For those who have been blessed with an abundance of good things, that they may open their hands and their hearts to the poor. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. For all who do not have access to clean water or safe sanitation, that governments, agencies and charities will work together to overcome this. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For our own parish community, that we will constantly give witness to the message of the gospel. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For all who are sick or suffering in any way, that they will be comforted. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In the next moments, let us pray for our own personal intentions.
pray that Mary, our mother, will intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Merciful Father, hear the prayers we bring to you. Help us to acknowledge your greatness and to serve you with grateful hearts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, dear friends, for joining us to pray today and to listen to the Word of God. Please subscribe to our YouTube channels, share and like our videos, please. Thank you for your continuous support. Let us finish like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.